Yo, what's up, y'all? This be Johnny and J-Mo from State of Shit Podcast, letting you know to like and subscribe to us on any listening platforms you may be able to listen to podcasts. We are on Google, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and YouTube. Here we go. Five, four, three, two. One, we're gonna open up. <laughs> hey, I will. I just, I just saying something that made me want to react to it. Also, go ahead, man. Shit, you know what I'm saying. But anyways, hi everybody. Welcome to um, the Steer the Ship Podcast. You know what I'm saying. This be your boys Johnny and Jane Mo. Yeah, man. We just on here right now. This is just a freestyle episode. I feel like you know what I'm saying. I feel like we're going to really be doing some random shit here and there and everywhere. It's whatever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Right now. Try to tell them what type of try to tell them what, what today is and shit like that. Just keep it like mysterious for the people. He say, Do you know what today is? It's Friday, May 20th. Last week was Friday the 13th. Yeah. Jason Voorhees. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, man, shit. Everybody was going crazy. I actually knew this girl at my job, man. She was like fucking jason fanatic but she was a young girl i could tell because she was she started talking to me about freddie versus jason so i was like yeah you yeah yeah whatever if you talk to me about i don't know friday the 13th like you know the movies and shit like that i'll be down with you on, on talking that shit like have you ever seen the first friday the 13th no okay who's the villain in the first like who who would you guess is the villain in the first Friday the 13th you think it's Jason Voorhees right I would think that all of them he the same he the villain no the first villain in the first movie was his mom that's the cool thing about the Friday the 13th because when I was a kid I knew of Jason Voorhees I knew who he was I was watching Jason like like when I caught on to Jason it the 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 the, the popping movie was Jason goes to hell you feel me? You feel me? That was like the popping movie. But as I got older and I went back and I started watching and I just somehow stumbled across like the first Friday the 13th on Cinemax, I was surprised that the fucking it was Mrs. Voorhees who was the villain and whatnot. But anyways, that's just me shitting on a fucking stupid ass holiday Friday the 13th like um, May the 4th. Like, like May the 4th be with you. Like, like May the 4th be yeah. with you. Like all these stupid ass people like fan base i just take uh, this day type uh, shit i know friday these cults nigga yeah it's some <laughs> type of stupid ass following like that's the whole moral of the story right here is bullshit to me sometimes like like these fucking made up ass national holidays now like tomorrow S- might Sister's be day yeah t- yeah like when the fuck who we need to make a holiday we need to make a fucking holiday. Just say we need anything. a real nigga holiday. Yeah, yeah, a real nigga. This is today is the national real nigga day. Got thug holiday. <laughs> got all that shit, bro. They even got thug holiday, man. Like, like for some reason, like I ain't gonna lie, man. If, it, if it's dealing with like an extreme masculinity, I don't think they're gonna make it a holiday. They're like, oh no, no, that's so fucking male chauvinist and shit like that. Blah blah blah. You mm. know, I've been watching in the news about that escaped prisoner. Did you see that? Where escaped prisoner? A nigga escaped off the prison bus. No, you didn't see that shit. Talk the story, man. <laughs> talk the story. I'm like, I'm very fucking curious about uh, talk. <laughs> <laughs> it was a successful prison break. Nigga, this day eight. <laughs> oh manhunt! Now it turned to a manhunt. Yeah, they've been looking for him <laughs> since last Thursday. <laughs> Where this was? Where this was? Like, I want to have north of Houston. Word. Word. Right on, like I forty five, I seven, not I seven, Highway seven, in Centerville. 
Mm-hmm. Highway 71, one of the two. But it's out for it's right between Houston and Dallas, like the smack that middle part of Houston. Nick, you make Dallas. it sound like a whole fucking movie scene. Bro, it was like a movie scene. <laughs> for one, you got a prisoner, right? Mm-hmm. Serving two life sentences. Mm. One for both capital murder charges, one for busting at the cops. He shot at the shot the cops, not shooting at the cops. He actually shot two sheriff deputies. Didn't kill him, but got the capital charge for it. But then he, after that, he got out on bond and he held a man for ransom. And when the ransom wasn't paid, he killed him with a pickaxe. Oh, so, this man is dangerous. Yeah, he works for the Mexican Mafia. Oh. Well, not works for He's in jail. been in prison since like 2005. But uh, he was in prison. He already tried to escape once. They decide to now, just to give some preface, to, I'm a, preface with context. The context is... The prison bus, right? Mm-hmm. I've been on that thing before. I know exactly how it goes. I've been not just on it to where I've toured it. I know the process of getting on it all the way through the trip and to getting off that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And it's blowing my mind on how the fuck could this nigga do this shit? I don't know, man, but I, caught, I pulled up an article already, dude. The dude's name is Gonzalo, Gonzalo Lopez. Lopez. Yeah. Yeah. But- and he escaped Wednesday. So, <laughs> damn, he escaped on May 12th. This was last week. Yeah, he was escaped. Uh, wow. But No, no, he didn't escape. Oh, no, he didn't escape Wednesday. My fault. His, his whole name is Gonzalo Lopez Wednesday. That's his name. But he, um, when you get on those prison buses, right, first thing they do is they strip search you before you get on. Yeah. They shackle you. You're either going to be shackled one or two ways. If you you either gonna be shackled to someone, like I, when I was there, I was younger, right? So they always shackled me to an old slow ass nigga. So if I want to run, I'm gonna have to drag this nigga. And they shackled my arm to his arm and my leg to his leg. Yeah, so you going to TDC? Yeah, because that was yeah. saying he was going to TDC, right? Yeah. And so you have two different restraints you have to get out, and that's just being shackled to the one person. Now they do have the certain people that shackled by themselves, which I could see him being shackled by himself. He's two two life sentences, attempted escape. He's a very dangerous man to be shackled up. And I up hate with. to see what. Well, honestly, in all context, when you're in prison, they don't give a fuck how dangerous the nigga is next to you. It's not for your safety; it's for their safety. Yeah. Because my risk of escape and his risk of escape are two totally different things. So they probably want to restrain him a little bit more. He won't do me nothing. Like, they'll put him in a fucking two-man Yeah, his bounty's too high. So, it's like, we pretty much, like, certain y'all out. Like, you're not that you're not that important. But this motherfucker, like, if he escapes, yeah, the, well, the whole fucking state of Texas is going to go fucking high alert. But I don't know exactly how they restrain this man. So, let's just say that they put the regular restraints on him that they put on a one-man individual. Where they shackle your ankle, I mean, shackle your ankles, they shackle your wrist, and they put a, that's what they call a, it's like a chained belt. To where they can run the, the uh, one chain from the top to the bottom. So you shackle from the top to the bottom. You got this chain around your belt that's connecting your wrist and your fucking uh, leg chain. Yeah, so pretty you much just pretty much yes. like this. Yeah. So you can barely move. But And then when you get on the prison bus, it's a driver's seat. It's a seat behind the driver's seat. It's a whole gate. They put Everybody walk in the gate. They close the gate behind you. You sit in your seats. You shackle. And all the way in the back in the exit, it's another seat. Where it's another guard at. And in the front, it's two guards and in the back is one guard. Supposedly, this one, it was just two guards in total. I don't understand that mm-hmm. part. But 
The one in the back and the one in the front both have a shotgun. They all three have holsters on their hips. They say this nigga came out of his shackles, cut through the gate. Yeah, he that's what he said. Say Lopez removed the, his restraints, cut through expanded metal, and crawled out through the bottom of the cage. Bro, you got let me tell this. My fault. I was reading that shit. I was like, that's crazy shit. How the fuck he do that? Unless someone was giving him something. If this, if you say this man was connected, how he was connected and shit. Somebody helped him escape. Like, yeah, somebody helped, helped him. him escape or breach protocol. Somebody gave him Ooh. something to where he can cut through some fucking metal. That's the hardest part to me, right? Imagine this. Imagine a nigga cutting through a metal fucking gate on that, a prison bus. That means someone slid you some snips. No. All you need is snips, right? What the fuck? How am I cutting? Ain't nobody there. Nobody sitting on the uh, gate. Yeah. So he would have to be out of his seat, cutting on a metal gate. You're not finna hit that bitch with the bread. Jink, jink, jink. You gotta saw this shit. You don't have no professional, ain't no, ain't no power tools. This is a man made. It had to be something that's smuggled in. So I'm like, how much time did it take him? That's what I kind of wanna get more information on, which we'll never get it, cause Texas now they fucked up with this one, right? Yeah. I don't think a state wanna have a escape prisoner. Off the fucking transportation bus, like I, that's embarrassing. So he hop off the bus. He get out. Him and the guard fighting. Word. Fight off the bus. He stabbed the guard. Get back on the bus after the, the uh, guard in the back. Get off the bus. Shoot the tires out. For one, when the, him and the guard fighting, what the fuck is the when the bus stops? What the fuck is the guard in the back doing? Cause for them to get off the bus and fight, and him get back on the bus. What the fuck was the guard in the back back doing? They say somebody let off a shot too. He shot the tires out. Disabling the bus pretty much. Yeah, which is cool. That's but I'm I'm my my mind is like you you got two guards, four guns, well three guns, because probably the driver didn't have the shotty. You got two guards, three guns, and a shackled inmate getting away. In the middle of nowhere. He run away into a field never to be seen. Like, up, not never to be seen, but haven't been seen up until this point. And yeah, that's eight days ago. Yeah, he he yeah he gone. He gone somewhere. He ain't, he's not there. And then they set a perimeter. They said it took him forty five minutes to set a four mile perimeter. That's some funny shit, dog. That's like that's like some fucking movie shit. Just that's like, like some of, like some. When I think of it, that's exactly what I, I picture. It's like a nigga just doing some top level shit. The shit did it. If I was watching that shit from, if I was on the bus, because there was 15 other prisoners on the bus with him, right? 16. All together, it was 15 other prisoners. Okay. From, well, from what I said, what I read, but you might be looking at it right now. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I was sitting there watching that, I would be like, this nigga finna get caught. I ain't no way I'm sitting here looking at a nigga come out of his shackles and I'm like, man, this shit, man, that nigga finna get gone. Fuck, I need to come out my shit too. Exactly. Then I, then I see him up there at the gate wiggling some shit. But that's how I feel like this. They say he cut through that gate. He didn't cut through that gate, dog. I guarantee you he didn't cut through that gate. He walked. He out that walked gate. through that fucking gate. That ain't no such thing like he and how and how in the world do he have time to cut the gate while you have the guards on the bus, right? The guards was on the bus. On the right? bus. The bus is in motion. Yeah. What the fuck? It just don't make no damn sense. That's 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 a weird fucking story right there. Once you really put down all the facts that's being told to you, it's like, huh? 
what, yeah, what, whatever. what information did he have prior? See, one thing about it is TDC think they slick, but TDC, how slick can you really be doing the same shit the same way all the goddamn time? You're not that slick. You just think that you, 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 you think that you're clever. You think you're clever. See, in 1998, the shit would work. You know why? Because in transfer, you can move me in the same transit the same way every time. When I get to a unit, guess what I'm not going to run into more than likely? A homeboy that got a cell phone. I might be in transit for one day and run into that one partner that I know from the streets. And he like, nigga, he reach your people. And I, me, knowing I've been on transit before, I know exactly where we going next. And if I call one of the homies who been down before, he know exactly how we getting there. Mm. So it's shit stupid. Like, I've been to Abilene twice on the prison bus, right? Eight hour drive both times. Both of them the same exact route. From Huntsville to Abilene, same exact route. Stop at the same prison, switch drivers, every goddamn thing. But nigga wanted to motherfucking money talks that bus, nigga could have money talks that goddamn bus. Like basically, basically, like, they, they do the same shit. And now they kind of, I see buses leaving, I see buses on the road late. <coughs> buses always left at like four in the morning. So you know, four in the morning, hey, by five, be over here. It's going to be dark still. In the middle, they always in the middle of no fucking where. Ain't no telling what happened, but this was in broad daylight, bro. Ain't no shades on this bus. It's, the lights are creeping in. To me, it's just weird. Like, if we got the truth, the truth will be, like, mind-blowing. You will be like, damn, they didn't lock the gate. Damn. <laughs> yeah, they slipped up. They did one they of those. Walk. I've been strip-searched a million times when it comes to prison. Like, I know how them guards be. Not every guard is a fucking super cop. Not every guard want to look in every 15 different assholes. Let's be honest. For real. So he bro. just like, hey man, drop y'all, drop y'all pants, and he just walked through. He just walked by, walked by. He ain't even looking in every ass. He just walking by, nigga, so he can do his motions and of what he doing. And prisoners know that shit. They know guards go home and eat food and drink wine and deal with family. Nigga, prisoners are prisoners twenty four seven. He ain't. When you at home, Gordon thinking about how the fuck you gonna make your wife happy. The prisoner still thinking about that prison that shit. Like I'm stuck in this bitch So I felt like he, yeah. he probably planned a cool escape He uh Some units you can cry medical And get transferred Like I had a unit I was on To where If I say my teeth hurt we didn't. The dentist was at the next unit I know they gonna have to move me I'm gonna be in transfer It's a 15-20 minute transfer In between I can remember everything on the in between In that time yeah. Especially when I gotta go there and back so basically, it's like <clears throat> if you wanted to, if a person wanted to, by just studying a routine, he knows exactly what he could do. Yeah, it's like when basically when Kanye West said, "You got all these slaves on the plantation, and like four, three slave masters." If the slaves just knew the power they had, if an inmate pretty much thought like that, like man, no, 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 and he planned it out perfectly and used the cell phone to communicate and do those things. Yeah, that's why. Uh, if you had a uh, cell phone, they used to be like five years automatically. Because mm -hmm. they used to say you're either going to threaten something or outside or you're trying to escape. They knew it was like that's the easiest way to get the fuck up out of there. You can have a nigga out there putting holes in the gate for you, nigga. So I can come out here and just do, boom, hit three spots, nigga, the whole gate follow. That'd hard. be the funny thing, man. Like big like penitentiaries like that, like, you know, state pens are in the middle of nowhere. They're in the middle of nowhere. And when I'm hella secure... Them bitches be hella secure. They got barbed wire, razor wire all through the bottom. Yeah, so it'd be like, man, prison breaks and that shit 
kind of looks hard. Like it's hard. It is, but I also and I liken them to slave breaks. You breaking for your life. When you breaking for your life, you ain't thinking about breaking a leg, dog. You ain't tripping on that shit. You hoping if you broke a leg and you make it to the other side, you ain't tripping on that shit. So you ain't even just thinking that, about the in between. It's just that. It's just that. It's just like like if you just I, okay, if you just break out of a, off the pen and you have to start pretty much out the gate. It's like you got. You got like some miles to get to where you could literally find shelter to where you could possibly like you know plot your next move and stuff. Yep. It's like it's a long stretch too. It's a long stretch. That's why. That's why it almost seems like the percentage of 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 a successful prison break is very low. That part. And then you always got to do if not you got to do some super violent ass shit like jack the fucking guard's car. You got to do some something. Shit you need to some get the wheels. Fuck away. Yeah, you need some type of like, you know, transportation to get you across across what you got to get like fast. But in today's day and age, are you just a phone call away? If I'm in the woods in Dayton, Texas, oh, trust me. It just it's just a phone call away. Yeah, so pretty much you just gotta keep your connects. You gotta you keep know, your connects connected. It's how far I'm out from the nearest road. Like yeah, if that's I go what through I mean. the woods at this angle, how can I get to that main road? And a lot of times, twenty minutes, thirty minutes through that woods at a decent pace, you in prison. You eating good. You working out. You sleeping eight hours a night. Trust me, them niggas in way better shape than them guards and all of that shit. Hey, you're going to be sprinting like a motherfucker, and That's why boy. that nigga got away, because that nigga was gone, gone, gone. That nigga been in prison, eating healthy, doing the, not eating, you know, living that prison preservation life his, for the last 17 years. So, shit, that nigga was, when it was time to run and climb and probably them scratches and bruises and all them beat downs he done got, man, that nigga cool. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he left with. He probably left more than likely left empty-handed, but like I said, I don't know. He might have had communication i think he had communication i think he had communication i'm like everything was like laid out for the dude it seemed like for him to just get out like it was like this is seemed like this is orchestrated like a motherfucker and then they looked in one spot for the whole time so it let's say he did he left they said they said a four mile perimeter in 45 minutes if that nigga was in jail running laps preparing for an escape, he could have ran that and uh, he could have got about that perimeter and that's when the perimeter was fully set. Perimeter don't really catch everything. I beat a perimeter before by running in a straight line. Like mm-hmm. I know for sure that they say we set up a perimeter, how did you escape? And I just told him I just kept running. I never turned, never stopped. Just kept going in a straight line. Yeah, you can get but, out of a perimeter if you just go straight. You just get stop. out the radius of, of their of their search. You can't panic. Yeah. One thing they what they expecting you to do is panic, try to hide and shit. So by the time that perimeter said you locked in that little space, exactly. Yes, I wouldn't even hide. Yeah, I give it like a good fucking three, four, five hours before I could fucking hide. But yeah, within those three, four hours, that three, within those three plus hours, I'm moving. My just adrenaline like, was just too high. Hell yeah! I, I I I didn't stop running until I felt like I didn't have nobody chasing me, and I I ran for a long ass time. And like I say, at that point in time. I was just coming out of prison, coming from running that track in prison with nigga do a lot of, in there to keep that uh, cardio right. So it was no way in hell no cop on the street that's eating regular food, fucking <laughs> every night, having beers and shit. Was got that belly hanging over the belt. And got a belt around your fucking waist that you gonna catch me with Jordans and basketball shorts on and a t-shirt. 
<laughs> nigga, they, you caught me on a hot summer day, nigga. I'm ready to run. Let's you call, go. You called you call Flash Jr. Man, nigga kept going. I just kept going. And it was just <clears> the <throat> adrenaline, though. And that's more than likely what it is with him. Because me, I wasn't even thinking about life. The bit. Wasn't no, I was just thinking about a little jail time and being mad about them bitches being on my ass. He got to think about, like... That's some running from the plantation shit. Them niggas shoot when you run. Like, they kill you when you run from that motherfucker. The guard towers, they don't have shotguns and pistols. They got M16 shit with scope. Shit, he probably over the border right now. Somehow I got over there, bitch. I was thinking that, but honestly, he probably somewhere in the, wherever he from. The city or, or somewhere. Now, he from down south. He probably did hit the border, but I be thinking that's the worst place for a Mexican to go because that's where they waiting at for your ass. Of course, they're going to lock down all the borders from Texas right here. Pretty much, you know, the nearest border is Mexico. Yeah. The closest he could probably get is Brownsville. Yeah. And if he hit Mexico, he ain't got to make it to Mexico. He got to make it through Mexico. Yeah, that's all. You got to make it to the other part of Mexico. Niggas will tell you, this part that's connected to the U.S., they going to turn a nigga ass in. You got to go down there to where they closer to them South Americans. They don't give a fuck about what's going on up here then. They kind of like, come get them like... We ain't got shit to do with that, but up here they all do business together. So it's like, where is Gonzalo? Yup, Gonzalo gonna get caught though. Either <laughs> he gonna get caught dead or he gonna get caught to where he'll get caught. Yeah, they, if this is fails. real life, if this is real life, and this is not fucking like you know fabricated in a Hollywood like uh in a Hollywood setting. Yeah, he's gonna get caught. Now this motherfucker just be like, man, it's been like about a month. Anybody seeing that shit, though, we gonna up his bounty to a hundred thousand now. Only thing about it is he fucked it up for a lot of prisoners, cause nigga, they asses. Oh lock yeah, down. they gonna lock down until he get caught. Probably, yeah, probably so, cause <clears throat> they don't know how and what and when, so they gotta go through every leave, calm everything. For sure, Huntsville on like all this shit around down south, like in West Texas, they might let them niggas make it. Mm. Up in north in the Panhandle, they might let him make it. But down south, all the way through, man, they locking all that shit down. Anywhere that he might have been, he might know. The Mexican Mafia homies at. Nigga, they locking every goddamn thing down. Nigga, that'd be the worst shit. In, you in line waiting on goddamn Rick. I was like, damn, MS-13, you fuck shit up? I'm like, nigga, I'm finna get on your ass tonight on this court, nigga. Hell the judge, yeah. the, not to judge the motherfucking uh, CO come in. Everybody, rack it up, get in your bed, lock down. Motherfucker. You like, what the fuck? You got your basketball shorts on? You like, you just mad. You disappointed. You talking about wanting to cry like a baby that didn't get to go out, like a kid that didn't go through a recess? Nigga, I be damn that want to cry. I was like, man, that shit sad because you know you finna be in your fucking bunk for two that two weeks. Oof. <laughs> just there. Just sitting there talking to these niggas like... Now he's family time, nigga. We all we got. Yeah, we all we got now. <laughs> For two fucking weeks. Two weeks, nigga. Oh, my God. It's going to be hell, nigga. Because niggas finna be in this bitch getting in trouble. For sure. Because niggas finna try some shit. Like, they tell you, don't get out. Don't do this. Nigga finna try some shit, man. You got me fucked up. I got to move, nigga. I got to make some shit shake. <laughs> nigga trying to, like, fuck it. I'm sick. Can I go down to the infirmary? No. Fuck it. I'm damn sick. Nigga, nigga just mad. Like, every little thing. Stop is, flipping shit. Just wilding out. It's Don't do time. that, Lord. Don't but do that, Lord. That's what he did when he did that. When he did that same thing that happened when that guy in prison made that cell phone call to a senator. He was on death row. He made a prisoner. Uh, he made a call and, like, threatened, I'm going to kill you and your family if you don't get me off death row. And they traced the nigga phone. <laughs> Damn. They know exactly who the fuck this nigga. Like, he might what they call that shit? Triangulate where the location of the call came from. Right, they know exactly who this nigga was by the time it was all said and done. 
but they lock everything when i say they searched every prison in texas oh bro i knew everybody got oof yeah everybody got their shit to i was mad at the motherfuckers i was somewhere we didn't even have cell phones like i thought that shit was a myth because niggas was like do y'all got phones and i'm like i ain't seen i ain't gonna lie i thought it was a myth too until i got my first phone call like whoa you know yeah the homie put me on i can't care that nigga put me on like a motherfucker i was like are you serious he goes yeah (laughs) yeah nigga call your family nigga I was like, oh shit, this home nigga. Yeah, man, all this motherfucking notifications now won't hit up on my damn cell phone and shit. Ta- I hate that shit when fucking notifications. Dude, today, bro, man, I had these fucking bad. Uh, uh, don't you hate when you get caught in group messages that you don't want to fucking be involved in? 100%. Man, shit. Let's just say this shit was going off in my fucking back pocket. I just. Ugh, it was just, just aggravating me. I'm like, I don't ever talk to you, motherfuckers. What the fuck? <laughs> group messages, man. Like group messages, to me, it's almost like reading Instagram. I ain't gonna cap. I I, I look, I, I I like it in my head, but I don't ever really comment. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. Instagram is one of those apps where you really don't really comment that much. I don't really comment on TikTok. I need to start getting up on TikTok. I need to start commenting on all the apps that I want to promote my stuff on mm-hmm. because I realize that sometimes I may post a popular opinion or unpopular opinion, something that got that garners a response from someone. Yeah. And yeah. it'll some like I've gotten I say a follower or something from a comment I made on something. Some we uh, you'll look at it and you'll be like, "Who is this person?" It's the person that liked the comment you put on something or something like that. And I realized that I do be having some interesting shit, and I'm pretty sure you do to say because we all do. That's what makes us cool individuals, right? Interesting things to say to about things and to things. And but I don't want. I'm not gonna be the guy reaching, right? I'm not gonna be the guy looking at a post with like, what can I say to like make everybody tap on? Yeah, me? I'm not. I'm not like that. Like, I'm more. I'm more of like a lurker when I go on my Instagram. But I do be communicating. Like, if I see something that's funny and I, it comes straight to my head, I'ma do it. It's not like I'm sitting there like, oh, what I'm gonna say? That's, that part. That shit right there is like the most grueling thing that you a man or a woman can do to themselves. That you're sitting there just basically begging for attention but i like the way you said it because you said <laughs> when it let it come to your head and that's exactly like if i'm scrolling and something automatically like if i look at that and i'll be like nah bro that's cap like that's when i might put nah that's cap because that was the first thing that came to my mind but for most things i don't have a response for but i want to start like res- using the platform to communicate yeah, I've been trying to My use opinions. the platform. I've been trying to use the platform to like you know, um, put out whatever I want to put across, like whatever message I want to I want to put across. But um, I need to get on TikTok. TikTok just seems like it's more fresh. A lot of other people, like people, just would see your shit just because. Like it's not even looking for your shit. It just pops the fuck up. Yeah, I do respect the algorithm of TikTok. It seems like it gives you a chance to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. It really do. I feel like if you had a song, you could just have that one song and your song could fucking catch a lot of fucking buzz on TikTok alone. That's a crazy algorithm right there. I don't even like getting on my Facebook anymore, man. My Facebook is kind of fucking depressing a little bit. Bro, I don't even think I looked at my Facebook in like two or three weeks. Yeah, it's kind of... I, sometimes I get on my Facebook just to like, you know, have personal conversations where like, you know, people that I personally know. These are not people that I just meet online. My Everybody on my Facebook, I know them. Like I know that I went to school with them Or I've met them 
I mean, like we had like an actual physical, like, you know, a, a meeting. So I go on Facebook, but I don't really give a fuck about Facebook that much. It's like a lot of people just like, I don't know, it just be like some some depressing shit on Facebook. I'll be like, nah, I'm gonna just go on Instagram because I got the algorithm all set up to where I, where I like it. It's sports. <laughs> it's just sports. And funny shit too. So because you know, I like comedy as well, but um to put my point across though, I would like to use TikTok. Twitter's dead for me. Twitter's dead for me. Twitter's like cluttered. I can't even fucking eat. Nah. It's dead for me. But I still like going on Twitter though. But it's dead for me. Oh man, shit. I feel like watching that Batman movie again. I don't know why. I've been one I, that's why I still hadn't watched. I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. That's you still haven't sa- watched that movie yet? It's gonna be my Saturday. Uh, it's gonna be my second time watching it, man. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just get HBO Max after I watch this game, man. Um Speaking of which, man, I'm not going to lie, man. I'm ready for the finals to just get here right now, man. It's like for some reason ba- basketball had its steam and then it just like. I'm ready for the finals to just go and get coming though. That's what I'm saying. Like the like the playoffs lost its steam for some reason. Like it was good in the beginning. First round was the first round was good. And second round was like, all right, this is showing who who's, who's like, you know, top top of the mountain. And now this is like. I swear, bro, I was bored last game. <laughs> but can I be honest? This, outside of the uh, Celtics, I mean, outside of the Warriors, which I think if they won it, we would all understand it, and we don't expect them to be great for the next five years, that for my prediction on who's going to win a chip in the Celtics, this will be a statement year for them to say, here we go. Mm-hmm. This could be one of Jason Tatum's many championships, the first of his many championships oh, yeah. in his oh, great yeah. career. Well, this was, is could be Ime Adoka becoming one of the all-time great head coaches in the league. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, it, it's boring to watch now, in my opinion. Like it's like looking at this shit. It's like, nigga, what the fuck? Ain't Where's shit? the competition? It ain't That's even like, a competition. Because I, I ain't gonna lie, I like watching. You might be right. I might. Go I like ahead. watching the Celtics play. The Celtics is good. They good, bro. Like when these, when when these, when these when, game two last night show when they're on their shit, they're on their shit. They, they can't get. They can't be fucked with. You hear me? I mean, like Miami don't really have that much firepower. Like how they could spray that shit around in Boston. Boston kind of creeped up on me, man. You know what I mean? They really did kind of creep up on me. Well, because, you know, I don't pay that much attention to the season that much, only to when the playoffs roll out. But it's like, really, where is the competition? Where the fuck is the competition? I would have loved to seen this fucking, I would have loved to seen this, like, you know, Brooklyn versus them, but that would never happen just how, like, you know, the season, that, that wouldn't have happened just how the season just kind of placed out. They were like, were they like um number two or number three? In the East going in. They uh, were number two, right? Boston. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Miami being number one. And then uh Brooklyn getting in through the through the playing tournament? Yes. But honestly, can I, I wish be it would have been so I wish it would've I wish it would have been set out differently, dude. I wish like everything would have been set out a little bit more differently for it to be more competitive than what it is right now. Not taking away nothing from Jimmy Butler. And in the Miami Heat, man. I mean, like when they on, they on too. But Butler gotta be that nigga that's on. 
and then the fact that everybody it's like most of the shit most of the playoffs were handicapped right mm-hmm. like Joel and B was compromised in this last series tremendously Kyle I feel Lowry. for me I feel for that man I feel for that man in Philadelphia man cause it's like it's like when you think they got it right it's like yeah, nah you didn't get it right <laughs> Kyle Lowry has been lingering with an injury all all season I mean all off, yeah, all, all, all postseason mm-hmm. Ben Simmons didn't get to play well didn't play I ain't gonna say get to play he didn't play in that series I wouldn't help that nigga. John Morant got hurt. Yeah. Uh, Luka Doncic started the playoffs hurt. Yeah. They figured him out. Like, they basically, they got the perfect plan for him over there in, in Golden State. It's like. Chris Paul looked hurt. Played a hurt motherfucking game. Hurt his team the way he played. Chris Paul sure. old. <laughs> he wasn't Chris hurt. He wasn't hurt. He was old. Do. He wasn't hurt. He was old. I'm a, there's certain things about certain players, and I'm gonna tell you this to be true. I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna tell you this to be true. I'm gonna tell you what I feel. What I think to be true. Chris Paul wears down toward the end of every postseason. It never fails. So no matter what age he was. Chris Paul wears down toward the end of every postseason. And that's like through every phase of like, you know, his his career. Yeah. Damn. That's why he go up. That's why he got the most two old leads blown. Because he coming in the shit on fire. But by the time he gets to game three and four, you know. He's like Goku in Dragon Ball Z going to Super Saiyan 3. I know you don't know that much about Dragon Ball Z, but when Goku goes to Super Saiyan 3, he can only stay in there for just for a short time. He's powerful as fuck, but he can only stay in Super Saiyan 3 mode, like maybe for maybe, I don't know, 10 minutes. And after that, he's drained. So it's like if he goes into that mode, he's pretty much like, I gotta take you out right now. I can't I can't just linger alone in this motherfucking mode. That's Chris Paul in a nutshell. And that's what it is. And that's why you usually have players who have great regular seasons don't go in the playoffs and perform as well because the postseason is about pacing yourself. And that's the one thing I cannot take away from basketball when it comes to their postseason. It's like, man, this is a this is a series of endurance. You gotta you gotta play you gotta play at a high level and you have to pace yourself because it's the best of seven. That's the only reason I give the Heat a chance against Boston. The Heat are the most well-conditioned team in the league, period. Regular season or postseason, right? Mm-hmm. They going to run a nigga ass in the ground. The all they, only thing that killed them last night was they didn't make it to the fourth quarter. Their game is, let's get you to the fourth. Last time, they only took them halftime because the, uh, the Boston had to play that game seven. So by the time they got to the third quarter, they ass got cooked. Miami is going to run you. They're going to play your uh, best players full court. They're going to make them defend. Whoever your best uh, players are, the ones you want to play on offense, they're going to make them niggas play a bit more defense. Like, I ain't going to lie, Miami going to put that pressure on you when it comes to your conditioning. That's why Joel Embiid, he didn't stand a chance. He came back those first two games and did good. Every game he got worse. He came back and scored 23, then 17, then down. Then Who he- busts his eye again? I don't even know. So I'm like I'm so, no nah, that was somebody else. So I think I just I busted by his own teammate, but that was uh, Giannis. Okay, okay. So it seems like um 
Yeah, it's like if you go up against Miami, Miami is like pretty much like that psycho person that's just doing up downs, up downs, up downs with you until you think you got them. The one thing I wouldn't want Boston doing to me as an adversary is giving them the fucking high leg first. Like don't give them the high ground first, man. Like you you battle for that. Battle in the first in the first quarter because this is like not only are they big, they're young too, like a motherfucker. Like them motherfuckers moving very swift and shit. You know what I mean? I mean they could they got good ball movement and stuff. The pop like the, the Popovich effect pretty much. Um I'm like I would not the give Popovich, the, 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 the Popovich. I, I, I said Popovich. Yeah, yeah, Popo, Popo. I said Popo, my fault. I said Papa. Popovich. My fault. That's that. That's, I'm gonna have to edit that whole out. No, I'm gonna keep that shit. That's my. That's my. That's my. Um. Yeah, that's my fault. But anyways, <clears throat> is that effect? Is that method right there? You know what I'm saying? That it's like I wouldn't want to give these dudes like you know a real nice cushion in the first half. Don't do that. Don't do that. You are gonna have to play Boston and respect them dudes. <laughs> the full game. Yeah, I'll, it's a, it's a, it's a. If it's boxing, this is twelve round. This is a twelve round fighter right that's here. That's the type of boxer that uh, Miami is. Miami is the type of fighter that you got to knock them out. Because yeah. If you go twelve with them, you know, by the time you get to that twelfth round, they still like first round energy, and you and this bitch like, what round is this? Nigga, you ain't dead. You ain't done yet. Are we home? Fuck. <laughs> I'm like fuck. Okay, I gotta pace myself now. Fuck. Yeah, so that's one thing I get. But game Miami two wasn't for. like that, dog. Game two wasn't like that analogy. Game two was like, damn, dog, this nigga playing with these niggas fucking like they on fire on you, bro. It's like watching some little youngsters just run through your Yeah, but they did what they had to do. They got up early and stayed up. They ain't get up early. They got up early and stayed up on them, basically. Yeah, exactly. Like, they got that you, yeah, they got that high leg first. Miami trying to fourth quarter. Being a single, we don't give a fuck if we up or down going into the fourth. We just want it to be single digits mm-hmm. because we know when it's time for y'all to perform at y'all highest peak, y'all gonna be tired as shit. Fucking y'all better be running like we run. I don't know what it is. I, really, I think it's is Marcus Smart that that much of a key cog player that made them look like that last night. He is because he's the he's the he's the he's the one that unlocked. Having Jason Tatum, I mean Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum, at the same time. He's the point guard, right? He's the point guard. He's the reason that you can split them up when they run out. A they def- can run out. A, a defensive point guard. At that it's the best thing you can have on your team, honestly. Hell yes. Hell yes. Outside of a wing, they can stop a nigga like a LeBron type of nigga who could stop any position. The next best thing to have is a top. Well, not now in the, today's age, but it's a, it's a very, very, very valuable thing to have. I wish I could pull up dude's stats from last night, man. How many steals he got? How many points he got? How many assists he got? Because he was on fire in that, in that shit, dude. But I didn't have, like, you know, I wasn't into the game that much for me to stay awake and watch the game. I actually went to sleep early last night. But I actually, actually want to watch this game tonight, man. You know, I actually want to watch this game. I hope it's a good game. But I don't think they gonna let. I don't think they gonna let Luca do his thing. Then when Dooley, that's how you say his last name. Did Witty. Then Witty, yeah. Then Did Witty. Like he. Well, it seems like if he comes on, everything is all right. I, I'm gonna tell you what I think is gonna happen. I think the Warriors gonna go down by by ten earlier, and then it's gonna be yeah. We got right you. We, we figured you out. I do see Dallas coming through after watching the film last night. Yesterday and looking at uh, 
all the open shots they missed. Adding at, at, like when you're watching it, you're looking at the score, and it's a six-point game. You missed this wide-ass open three. They go down and make a three. So instead of it being a three-point game, it's a nine-point game. We see, damn, all we got to do is keep making. We make our open shots. And so we're going to go out there with the focus on making sure we know we're going to do the same exact shit. We're going to get open and make our shots. And I can see them coming out on fire, just knocking down the shots. And it's looking like, oh, shit, these niggas going to make 25 threes tonight. Which means and which then, means Golden State is going to have to contest, contest those shots more, more, they more, will, more effective. Which means they will have to double Luka less. Mm-hmm. Not and not even less. I feel like it's a pick your poison thing, right? Like we ain't gotta double him less. We just gonna use the man that on him to cause we rather him shoot the three. If this nigga can make eight a fucking thirteen threes tonight, y'all beat us, nigga. But we know goddamn well he shoot thirty three percent from three point line. He just know how to make a three, so y'all'll shoot him. We gonna take his man and put him up here on his double team every time. Hmm. And that's what I will do is just take the man of the guy we rather shoot the ball, let him double team. Everybody else, man up, plus keep your uh, passing lanes open, your eyes open, your eyes in the passing lane. You know, we're going to play Luca full court and have another nigga waiting for him at the <coughs> half court. So by the time he gets half court, he don't want to pass the ball up anyway because he don't want to walk into a double team after just having to dribble the ball up half court. Then once he do that, we're going to reset our defense back. They're going to try to move Luka around, though. What they're going to try to do is take Luka off the ball, bring Luka through a lot of cuts, bring him around. Once the offense, let the offense get set. And then once they spread out the defense, they're going to pass Luka the ball and let him go one-on-one with whoever holding him. Yeah. They're going to get Luka some better looks just by Jason Kidd looking at how the thing was ran and having time to look, sit back, and chill on it. But. So basically, it's like you're going to have to just try to see what the what the offense is going to be doing in the first quarter <clears throat> and adjust your plan to it because you can't just double Luka. They're going to catch, of course, like, you know, they're going to catch on to that shit. Boom. You will appreciate this analogy. Like, Jason Kidd is going to catch on to that shit. It's just so. like watching two. This series, if for a basketball head, it's like watching two chess players. Because mm-hmm. like, you literally got Jason Kidd and Steve Kerr who know what the fuck they doing. And they gonna do something. But one thing I give Jason Kidd over uh Luca, I'm over anybody. Jason Kidd is a Luka creator. He's a creator. He's like he made Giannis. He ain't make Giannis, but how Mark Jackson gave Kurt Steve Kurt Steph Stephen Curry the confidence to shoot the ball. He gave Giannis the uh confidence to know he you can dominate. He made Giannis the point guard. Giannis? Giannis was the point guard. Giannis, uh, 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 when, when, that's why he dribbled the ball like he know he needs to be dribbling the ball down the court, passing the ball, dri- trying to cross niggas up. He wouldn't do that at first. He was playing straight down there, catch and shoot. He was like Clint Capella when he came in the league. I promise you. He was catch the shit, shoot it. But I guess he would do shit in practice to what Jason Kidd knew him. Jason Kidd used to try to get him to do the shit in the game. He wouldn't do it. Jason Kidd made that nigga the point guard, dog. And next thing you know, he knew how to run the offense. So now he's 6'10", 6'11", with his wingspan, athleticism. He know how to run an offense on point guard. Then he know how to do this forward shit. Just catching, dunking. Now, Giannis of the Bucks. Giannis of the Bucks when uh, Jason Kidd was the head coach. Okay, okay. He uh, he had that nigga run the point guard. <laughs> Forced that man to the point guard. And that man is almost looking like, to me, um, Elijah Wan. He's, he, he, he's, he's looking like that. Man. He's looking like that, man. Like, I ain't gonna like, lie, man. I'm gonna buy a fucking Giannis jersey, though. I'm gonna he buy look a like 
everybody. He like a mix of that's when you he, when you a freak is a freak for real. The Greek Cause freak. he like Magic Johnson, hmm. Elijah Wan. Yeah, he got a little Tim Duncan in him. I see mm-hmm. with his uh, awareness. His well, I guess I can give that to Elijah Wan. Elijah Wan probably had better awareness than Tim Duncan. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Tim Duncan just had. I don't think Tim Duncan was probably better at not too many things than fucking Elijah Wan to be honest. But oh, Duncan is always in that in that nice in that nice talk about the power forwards, which is like pretty pretty much like my favorite position in basketball. So yeah, like he top. That's my guy. Duncan mm-hmm. is my guy. But like when you compare him to Elijah Wan, Elijah Wan is like the blocks leader. Yeah, yeah. I got that. I got that picture. Like when every time, like when I went to uh, the Toyota Center last time to watch the Rockets game, I actually took a picture of the banner that's be that be waving. But like, cause my neighbor man, he talks about Elijah so fucking much. I mean, damn dog. Okay, bruh. Okay, bruh, bruh. But I'll, now, but now he give now he gives Giannis his props because he sees a little bit of that in him. Yeah, he got some of it in him for sure. He probably worked with Elijah or somebody that worked with Elijah because of the footwork. That's what Elijah had over like everybody in the game was his footwork. And if you look at Tim Duncan. That's what Tim Duncan had over everybody in the game when he played was his footwork. Like skinny Whether as fuck, but like he like he got them. Like to me, he was like a big skinny dude, like a tall big skinny dude. I would say like, this. Ab- I would say this about. But he, but, uh, he, but how he moved, I was like, you move effortlessly, like like how he does it. Like, I believe Tim Duncan may have had more offensive moves than the last one, but that's it. <coughs> more championships for sure. Oh, for sure. <laughs> oh shit, we coming to the 45 minute, man. You want to call it a day on this? Yep. Yeah, man. Yo, so that was the show. I'm glad that anybody was listening. You know what I'm saying? If you did, congratulations to you. I would give you the applause button. Let me turn the volume down because you're awesome. There you go. Yeah, y'all got the applause. Yeah, whatever. I'm happy for y'all, bro. I'm happy for y'all, man. Y'all made it this far with us. So don't forget to like, you know, like and subscribe to us on any listening platform. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, we out. You hear me? We out. Sports ain't really popping right now. And we ain't had no topics, but hey man, that was a good fucking talk about your boy, man. Your boy Gonzalo. Yeah, man, I'm gonna be looking for that motherfucker, man, trying to get fifty thousand. Yeah, get that fifty thousand that Hold they ain't gonna that they ain't gonna even give me. Hold him for ransom. And then I'm gonna be on the television, and then the cartel gonna find me. You hear me? And it's gonna be like Ozaka, but I'm not gonna be like, but I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm gonna push keys for you. I might do that shit, and then I get caught into the fucking Mexican Mexican call, mafia. Call both sides and see who gonna offer the most. No, no, no. This was gonna happen. I'm gonna find homie, right? I'm gonna find homie, and I'm gonna get the fifty thousand, and I'm gonna, you're gonna see my face in the, and you're gonna see my face, you know. In the news, I'm gonna be on the papers. I'm gonna be on television. You're gonna Mexican be on Good Mafia. Morning America. Now nah, this dude got Mexican Mafia connections. Yeah, I'm gonna do some dumbass shit like that too. I'm gonna go on fucking Good Morning America with Michael Strahan talking about this shit, right? So now I'm kind of like a target now because now I can have a cartel come in my ass. They come in my house, fucking hold me for ransom. Like not even hold me hostages. Hold me hostage. So I'm thinking like you know this is an episode of Ozark. Ozark, Ozark, whatever that damn Ozark. movie. Yeah, whatever that show is, I don't even watch it. I know about it. I don't even watch it. I get fucking like, I don't know. I get caught up in some stupid Mexican cartel shit. 
Yeah, so I'm gonna go find that nigga. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be like, I tied him like a hog. <laughs> I don't even know how a hog tie, bro. Yeah, yeah, but I don't have enough rope for that shit. I ain't got the patience for it. I gotta knock this dude out. This man killed a man with a pick set. He told me and shit. Oh, oh yeah, my homeboy. Yeah, my homeboy. Uh, eight bit of fun has gone live on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right, so we out, guys. Bye. Peace.